welcome to the Navigating Business Podcast, where we dive into the stories and lives of small business owners around the country to learn about their triumphs, their failures, and everything in between. I'm Nate Hendricks, and I am here today with Ken Anderson. Ken, how's it going? Great, Nate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Ken, tell us a little bit about your business. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us the details. Will do. Well, first of all, Nate, thanks a lot for having me today. Uh, it's pretty cool to be on a podcast with you. I, uh, I am a State Farm insurance agent here in Tinley Park, Illinois. Been with State Farm for about 33 years now. I started out in operations and claims. I was a claim representative two weeks out of college. Uh, after 11 years, I, I was in, moved into management with State Farm. And after a 27-year career in operations, I told my wife, Karen, uh, I'd like to help people more. So we struck out on our own and, and started our State Farm agency here in Tinley Park six years ago, almost to the day on 9-1-2014. And uh, we've been helping people ever since. So I've got 33 years with the company and six years as a small business owner. Very cool. Six years in. That's great. So I would imagine insurance is a pretty competitive field. I mean, I'm driving around town and I see, I mean, State Farm for sure everywhere, but also, you know, your other competitors, other insurance agencies. How do you navigate such a competitive field? Um, there's offices on every corner. There's always flyers coming in the mail, to different people. How do you try to stand out amidst all that noise? Well, that's a great question, Nate, because like you said, there's a ton of folks out there uh, selling insurance. So I think the, the biggest thing for me in this profession is, is do what you say you're going to do and, and, and have a genuine desire to help people. Uh, when you tell folks you're going to call them back and you're going to do everything possible to help them, that's what you've got to do. Uh, and, you, and you've got to have a genuine desire to help, help people because after all, we, we're, we're offering a product that basically everyone has to have you're going to drive a car, the law says you have to have auto insurance. If you're going to own a home, and like most people, you've got a loan on the home, the bank says you have to have homeowner's insurance. So we're selling a product and offering a product that everyone has to have. Uh, and in your heart, you have to have a genuine desire. I think that's what separates good agents from mediocre or poor agents is you have to have a genuine desire to help people. And if, if you can show that, that genuine desire, I think you're going to be successful. Uh, so that, that's pretty much been the key to, to uh, our motto here is we help people and we, we take that seriously. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing here. I love the simplicity of that, but so key, um, really showing your people that you care for them. And yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So this podcast is kind of centered towards business owners, you know, giving them advice if possible, trying to avoid mistakes that other business owners have made. So you know, looking back at your, your six years as a small business owner, what are some of the, the biggest challenges that you faced kind of moving, moving roles within State Farm and then opening up that business on your own? So I would say the two biggest challenges are uh, finding good folks that, to work with here in our agency and then generating new business. And so the, the first part of that, uh, finding, finding good people to help you build your business I would say that that's something that's, uh, you know, plagues every small business owner. You want to, you want to find good people that are going to work, work well with your team. And uh, to do that, you, you do a lot of crazy different things. You know, there's a lot of uh, job sites out there and, and locator services. 
Uh, and the, the, the best success I've had with that, to be honest with you, Nate, is, is talking to friends and family and people that you know, like, and trust and, and, and getting resources from them. And they're going to say, hey, you know, I've got this person or that person. I think they might fit well. Another challenge for us in the insurance industry is they have to be licensed. So not only do you have to find good people, but they have to be willing and dedicated to get a license. So spent a lot of bad money on uh, different resources to try to find good people. <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, I think that the best resources were friends and family. And the folks came for free and willingly because they wanted to be a part of the Ken Anderson State Farm family. here. Sure. So, that's cool. And, so that, and tell me, tell me if I'm wrong, but your wife does work with you. Is that, am I correct in that? Oh yeah. Karen, Karen's a, a part of our, our family here in the office. So uh, that, yeah, that, that can be a challenge sometimes. <laughs> for both of us. Yeah. Tell but, me what that's like. You guys have been working together for six years. Yeah. So we, we joke a lot about it, but um, you know, we, we say we, and we jokingly say, we'll treat you like family. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's <laughs> not so good, but uh you know, the good thing about it is they're, they're, you know, we, we, we trust each other more than anyone in the world. And, and really, when we say we're going to treat you like family, we're family here. And, and the folks here that work with us, one of them came from a, as a referral from a good friend of ours. And the other one's the daughter of one of our best friends and customers. And then our office manager, I coached all of her children. And uh, she lives right down the street. And we've known her for 20 years. So uh, Karen and I, we do our best to separate work from, from home. Uh, we try not to take it home with us that much. Um, but, but at the end of the day, it's, it's awesome to have, you know, your best friend and your spouse there to help you. Um, and, and we try to separate those family from work as much as we can. Sure. Yeah, that's good to hear. Good to hear that uh, you're still calling her your best friend after six years of working together. So, <laughs> so depending on the day, Karen might have a different take on that. <laughs> of we, course, of course. We, we make it work. So. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. So, so yeah, go ahead. There's, there's two parts of that. You know, the, the, the finding good folks, which is always, I think, a, a hard task for a small business owner. And then, and then uh, finding new, new clients and, and people to help. And boy, you talk about uh, spending good money and bad money, uh, you find out real quick, man, I shouldn't have done that or I should do more of that. But the ultimately, I think for all small businesses, the best new business is from referrals. And uh, uh, th those, you know, they don't, they don't cost you money. And, and if you do a good job for people, they're going to spread the word. So referrals are always the best. There's lead providers out there that insurance companies and, and my profession can buy. And I, I, we always say in the office, yeah, if you get one out of a thousand of those, that's good. <laughs> um, but, but if you take care of one person and they tell five people, those five people and those warm leads are really going to help you build your business. So that's, that's really been a, a big key to our success is doing well for other people. And then they let other people know. Yeah. Yeah. The power of referrals. That's, that is very true. I've heard that from a couple of business owners, just how many, like you said, how many connections can just keep snowballing off of one client that you really take good care of. So that's some great advice for our listeners there. So kind of going to the other side, you said you can throw money in a lot of, lot of places and a lot of, uh, especially in the advertising side of things, but, but what's something that has really not worked well, maybe has even been a failure that you've either put time or money in or both. And afterwards you've looked at them and like, man, that was a waste of those resources. So what's, what's something that's come up for you uh, in, in kind of that sense of things? Yeah. So as I look back on my six years and, and the ROI, which is, is, is important for every business owner, 
I got to be honest with you, and a lot, some some folks might disagree, but just those cold lead referrals. I mean, I was spending thousands of dollars on on lead providers, and um, you know, it's it's part of the nature of this beast that uh, it's a, I call it a necessary evil. But getting started, you're 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 trying to do anything. I, I refer to it as, as as fishing in as many ponds as you can, um, and one of those ponds was buying cold leads, and and that's that's a really tough way to go. Is you know you're you're you're, you're buying thousands of names and just making cold calls from a, a list that's been approved for calling, and and it just does you know thousands of dollars later you're like man that just didn't work. And the biggest thing I learned from that was you know, do what you say you're going to do and have a genuine desire to help people. It all goes right back to that. And then, it, you know, once you do that, um, people are going to believe in you and they're going to tell others. So I'd say one of my worst investments was buying cold leads. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of businesses can probably relate to that. And then on the other hand, again, it goes back to just do what you say you're going to do and have a genuine desire to help people. And, and man, that works really well. Yeah. Yeah, no, that that sounds great. I mean, calling a thousand cold leads is, I think, every business owner's uh, worst nightmare. So <laughs> I think it's good that you're you're just putting that out there. Hey, that's not necessarily the best way to go about it because I think that always seems like an easy way. But uh, man, once you start calling those lists, you'll you'll realize real quickly that's not not the best use of your time. At least usually. Um, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, before I got started as an agent, I was looking into this opportunity. I ask a successful agent, you know, I was looking for that golden goose, you know, what, what do you do? And he, I thought he was going to give me one answer that was going to just be the, the miracle solution to be being successful. And when I asked him the question, he gave me a one word answer and it was activity. And I was like, you know, come on, give, give me a little bit more here. Yeah. And he's like, the best advice I can give you is to be as active as you can be. And that doesn't cost a lot of money. It costs you a lot of time. But if you can, if you can devote your time, it's going to help you. And, and man, was that one of the, now looking back on it, what, word, what a word of wisdom, activity. So I became involved in some networking things. As you know, Nate, we're in, a, we're in an awesome networking group. Um, and really, it involved my time. Um, our networking group meets 7.30 in the mornings every Thursday morning. And in my mind, I thought, you know what? What am I doing at 7.30 on a Thursday morning from 7.30 to 9? I'm not doing anything. I can get to my office by 9 o'clock, open my business, but it involved giving my time. And I, I refer to our wonderful networking group as Business Church. You know, sometimes it's tough to get up and go to church, and then when you get through a church, you're, you feel pretty good about it. Same thing with our networking group. So it was just about getting more involved. I joined uh, some Chamber of Commerces. I, um, I, I'm a, I was a youth coach for 33 years and those families really, you know, they meant a lot in starting this business. So activity, if I, if I could talk to one young entrepreneur and they would ask me for that, I would give him that sage advice. And it sounds like, you know, what the heck is he talking about? But activity, 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 it, like in real estate, location, location, location. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just being active. Um, and it's hard work. I mean, there's nobody standing out on a street corner giving out businesses, right? <laughs> Especially in a time of COVID when you have to adapt and, 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 and do whatever you can. So the more active you can be, um, the more connections you can make, 
and that doesn't cost a lot of money. It costs, it costs time. So, uh, you know, that, that's one, one word of advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are wise words. I think, you know, I know from my own experience, when I first started a business, I was also looking for, like you said, that golden goose, what, what's the website, what's the marketing way, what's the method that I can take that's going to be, you know, leading to bona fide clients flowing in. And I think you go through a couple different methods and you, you start to realize there's not necessarily one that's going to, going to do it for me perfectly with no effort or no money. You know, you're either going to have to spend a lot of money or put a lot of time in. And like you're saying, activity is free and time is free, uh, at least to a certain extent. Right. And, and that's going to lead to a lot of quality connections potentially and, and really going to grow the business. So I think, yeah, those are, those are great wise words. That's, uh, yeah. That's frustrating when you first hear, right? Give me, <laughs> giving me yeah. one word when you're asking for advice. But yeah, yeah I like that. And it's, there's no, there's no shortcuts really. I mean, yeah, uh, four of my favorite words, and I tell my sons this, all my kids, all the time. Hard work pays off, you know. And I know people want to work smarter, not harder. But at the end of the day, when you're an entrepreneur and you're, you, you got to put some blood, sweat, and tears into it, hard work does pay off. And, and uh, you know, there's. You can throw money at problems, but that's not always that's not always the remedy. Right. Yeah. And you can get in trouble with that real quick as a small business. <laughs> that's for right? sure. Goodbye, cash flow. Yeah. 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 You know that. You, I you do. know it better than anybody. <laughs> so you, that's kind of hitting on the, you know, the effort side and and all the time that being a business owner can take. But but what are the sides of the of owning a business that you really enjoy? You know, when you think about you know, I could be an employee instead of these last six years owning my own business. What do you think back and think, man, I'm glad I had the business because of this. What are oh, those reasons? Love the question. And, it, and it's because I, I have the ability to help people more. And not only by giving folks jobs, which is really, really, really meant a lot to me to make a difference in uh, six people's lives right now and others that came to me and then maybe it didn't work out, but I did whatever I could to help them get to where they wanted to be so rewarding to be able to offer people jobs as a small business owner and then just to help people more when when i was when i was in operations and i was in claims i was keeping keeping the promise that sales folks made but as a as as an owner of my own insurance agency i can help people more now i can one of my favorite sayings is uh i don't make the rules but i know them better than anybody because for, for 27 years, I, I was helping people when the rubber hit the road and they, they had to make a claim. You know, generally as an insurance agent, you give, people give you a check and you give them a promise. And then when it's time to keep the promise, that's the most important part of that relationship. And, and now I can kind of do both. And it's, it's, just, it's just so awesome to be able to, to offer people jobs and, and to help them with something that they have to have. So. Uh, that's been the most rewarding part is just, I, I love being able to help people more. Yeah, no, that's great. What a, what a selfless answer there. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of business owners would say, you know, I have more time or I can pay myself differently. And you're talking about helping people and uh, providing yeah. more of that. So that, I think that's really getting at the the value and the mission that, that your business is, is putting out there. So yeah. I love that. I, I got to touch on that, Nate. So, if, and I, I want to share this with everyone. If you think you're going to go into business because you can make as much money as, as you want and do everything you want to do, that's not the right reason. And, and that's just my take on it. Listen, when, when, I, when I had a corporate job uh, towards the end of it, I, I, I think I had five weeks paid vacation and I, I was golfing twice a week and I could do that. 
I don't think I've golfed twice a year in the last six years, but I'll tell you <laughs> what, the rewards of helping people and being, being able to offer jobs and things like that, it, 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 there's, there's just something to be said for that. You, you can't describe it. And, and, and hopefully at some point the work will be not be so much, but it'll still be rewarding because I can help people. But the reason you own your own business, I think, if, if it is in my situation, and it may sound corny, was I really did want to help people more. And I'll be, I'll be 55 this month. Hopefully I'll be alive and active and helping people for the next 30 years. And if, if I'm going to do that, uh, you know, I want to be able to help folks. And, and uh, there's a lot of time left for that. So it's not, it's not all about the money or the, you know, you, you do, you know, I can work 80 hours a week and I can go spend some time with my family on at certain times during the day when maybe I couldn't have before, but it shouldn't be looked at, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's again, hard work pays off blood, sweat and tears a little bit goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great point. And, and I totally agree. I think small businesses, especially are one of the best ways that we can um, help, help our communities. Like you said, providing jobs um, while also just helping the, the other business owners and individual individuals around us. So totally agree. I love that. And I think, you know, I was going to ask you a, a piece of advice you'd give to new business owners, but I think you've, you've totally hit on that a couple of times. You've talked about activity. You've talked about, um, you know, providing good and providing goodwill to those around you. Um, I guess I'll ask anyways, you've given me two, maybe you know, even more, you know, you're a fount of wisdom over here. What is there other, other pieces of advice that you'd, you'd give to, to new business owners who are just starting out, who are just kind of seeing all these daunting challenges? What would you say to them? Um, I would say, you know, be humble. Uh, I saw a good piece on Sunday morning, uh, one of my favorite shows on TV. They were talking uh, to this, this leadership specialist, and he said he was talking to other leaders, and, and, and they had two great character traits, humility and a good sense of humor. And he said he, he had talked to presidents, and he talked to leaders of business. And, and, the, and the one common thing, two, well, three things they had in common. They had humility and they were humble. Uh, they wanted to help others and, and they had great vision and, and they were able to laugh at themselves. He said, if I sat down and talked to somebody and I could see that they had no sense of humor, that was an issue for me. And this, and he was talking about leadership and I was like, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of weird that he would say that, but he said, those are the things I looked for when he talked to president Obama or, or, or any great leader. I mean, they had, they had a sense of humor, they were humble, uh, and they cared about others. They never talked about what was best for them. Um, so I would say if, if you're thinking about starting a business, first of all, be, be humble and, and, and think about how it's going to help you and others. Um, and then just, if you can do that and you can do what you say you're going to do, um, that's a great track for success right there. And, and, and let everyone know what you're doing. You'd be proud of what you're doing. It's, it's, a, it's a noble thing to start your own business if you're in it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Helping small businesses, Nate, that was a great point. I love the fact that you made that point. When I do business, I have kind of a motto. I do business with people who do business with me. And, and most of those people, I'm a small business just like them. I understand what they're going through, their trials and their tribulations. And, and, and that's the first place I think about spending my money. So, um, and, and right now in this world with what we're all going through, I think people have a heightened sense of that and they want to help each other. 
So uh, those are some great tips that I, you know, hopefully they'll help others. Yeah. Really great stuff, Ken. I'd love to hear even more, but we are out of time. So I just, uh, thanks so much for sharing your business, sharing your, your vision for, for how great small businesses can be. If you'd like to learn more about Ken and how he can help you, his information is going to be in the description below the podcast. You can reach out to him and, and learn more from there. But yeah, thanks. Thanks again, Ken. Thanks for your time. And thank you listeners for jumping into business with us this week. And we will see you next time on the Navigating Business Podcast.